Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is nosebleeds. You're sitting at home watching your favorite TV show while having a snack when the next thing you know, you feel a warm trickle coming out of your nose running down your face. You go to brush it away with your hand and notice it's blood. You get a tissue, pinch your nose, and after a few minutes, it stops. But why did this happen? Is it serious? What can you do to prevent it from happening again? Nosebleeds, or epistaxis, occur when the tiny blood vessels that lie close to the surface in the lining of your nose are damaged, resulting in bleeding. They are easily injured. The two main reasons a nosebleed occurs is due to either dry air or nose picking. It's normal to have an occasional nosebleed, and they aren't usually considered to be dangerous. Some other causes of a nosebleed are sinus infection, allergies, aspirin or blood thinner use, bleeding disorders, a deviated septum, a foreign body in the nose, frequent use of nasal sprays, or trauma to the nose. Some less common causes of nosebleeds are alcohol use, leukemia, nasal polyps, pregnancy, nasal tumor, or nasal surgery. If you have nosebleeds more than once a week, it's considered frequent, and you should talk to a doctor in order to determine the cause. Seek emergency treatment if your nosebleed occurs after a traumatic injury, involves a significant amount of blood loss, interferes with your breathing, you feel lightheaded, it doesn't stop after 30 minutes of compressing your nose, or occurs in children younger than the age of two. When treating a nosebleed, it's essential that you sit up straight and lean forward because this helps to reduce the pressure in the veins of your nose and prevents you from swallowing the blood. Make sure to pinch both of your nostrils between your thumb and index finger for at least 10 to 15 minutes because this puts pressure on the area that is bleeding by compressing it against your nasal septum, which is the middle part of your nose that separates your two nostrils. While you are pinching your nose, be sure to breathe out of your mouth. When you are sure that the bleeding has stopped, gently blow your nose to clear out any clotted blood so you'll be able to breathe. If the clot doesn't come out, don't blow hard or this can cause the bleeding to start again. Instead, leave the clot in place and it will come out on its own. Don't bend down for a few hours because this increases the pressure in your nose. If you have a spray, nasal decongestant, it can be helpful to use because they usually constrict the blood vessels of your nose. If the bleeding doesn't stop, it might be coming from somewhere further in your nostril than you can reach and needs to be treated by a doctor. Your doctor can cauterize or burn the blood vessel to get it to stop bleeding by using a small electric current, silver nitrate stick, or laser. Sometimes your doctor will pack the affected nostril with special gauze or an inflatable balloon, which puts pressure on the blood vessel, similar to when you pinch your nose, but both of these devices can reach further into your nostril. Most people experience nosebleeds in the winter due to the dry, cold air. To prevent them, you can put a light coating of petroleum jelly or antibiotic ointment on the lining of your nose with a cotton swab to help keep it moist. You can do this up to three times a day. Another option is to use saline nasal sprays to help keep your nasal passages from drying out. 
using a humidifier to add moisture to the air in your home is also beneficial. It can be helpful to trim the fingernails of children. This way, if they pick their nose, they don't scratch the sensitive lining. If you use supplemental oxygen, you are at increased risk for nosebleeds because your nasal passages become dried out due to the constant flow of air through them. By using water-based lubricants in your nostrils and increasing the humidity in your house, you can help prevent this. A nosebleed can come as a surprise, but rarely is it serious. If you have any questions or concerns about nosebleeds, please speak to your doctor. If you would like more information, please visit the Medline Plus's Nosebleed page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.